probably the primary reason why I switched from counseling to coaching. Cause you know, in, in counseling, uh, I'm assessing you, I'm diagnosing you, I'm putting a treatment plan in place saying, here's how you get past anxiety, depression, you know, bipolar, whatever. Uh-huh. Like I, I am the guide, the expert to show you how to move past this. And, and that's needed. Some people need, you know, to have their hand held and pulled in a direction saying, trust me, I'm the expert. You know, I will get you there. That That's not the population I really enjoy working with. I enjoy working with the healthy individual, the healthy adult who knows what they want. They just don't fully know how to get there. And so I like it when in a coaching relationship, they're driving the agenda. We come to a session and they say, and I say, Hey, what are we talking about today? Whereas in a a counseling relationship, I might say, Hey, last time you mentioned, you know, whatever, how your mom didn't give you Mac and cheese as a kid. And that's really, you know, always bothered you or something. Why don't we explore that more? You know, that that's more of a counselor guided approach, whereas coaching truly is, Hey, Michael, what are we talking about today? And even if you say something that as a clinician, I'm like, Whoa, that's pretty significant. I might check it out. But if you say, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I'm, I want to talk about this other thing. Then we pivot. Cause you are the expert of your life. You know, you're an adult who knows how to figure mm-hmm. things out. My role as a coach is really to ask you those powerful questions that need to be answered before you can live that life of fulfillment and satisfaction. And so I, I like it a lot more because um, the, the successes are the clients, you know, the, the, they're the ones at the end of the relationship able to sit back and go, look at what I did. Whereas if I just told you what to do, then it's me sitting back and going, look, look where I got Micah. He couldn't have gotten there on his own. Um, and, and that's just, not not the way I, I like to work with people. The the scary thing for people though is they'll say, "Well, what if I fail?" Well, if you fail, your failure's yours too. You know, I I have a lot of clients that don't fail, and we can talk about what you know makes them successful. If you feel like you need that, but uh, th- that scares people because as a counselor, they can hand that off. You know, you'll hear people all the time saying, well, well, my counselor told me I should do this more or whatever. And, and as a coach, I I don't say you should do this. I might say, Hey, have you considered some other ways to maybe approach this situation? Well, no. Would it be helpful to maybe brainstorm a few things? Like, again, it's a one down approach allowing them. And and I think part of that came from my epilepsy because as you know, there's not much control here. And so being able to give power back to someone, give control back to them saying, look, you're, you're a capable, capable, competent adult. Uh, I don't need to spoon feed you. I don't need to tell you where we're supposed to, you know, talk about things. You, you tell me you're in control here. Uh, And I think giving that power back when I was growing up with epilepsy, those moments where I I really felt that were empowering, you know, (laughs) powering was empowering, but um I take that now in, in my professional life going, just giving someone the ability to make a decision, to, to just feel a little bit of power, I think boosts that confidence. And, and they're sitting there going, oh, I actually can handle these things being thrown at me. It's not just, oh, I have to run to Mark every time something happens and process it with him and have him guide me on what I should do next. No, it's a, Oh, I've learned some good skills for Mark that I now know how to apply on my own. And I'm kind of my own coach. You know, that, that that's really my goal. And now I'm going to stop talking because I, I think I exceeded my maximum, you know, character limit or whatever. 
<laughs> no worries, man. No worries. You're always welcome to talk, man. I love I love the information that that flows from your brain. Uh, when while you were talking, your method. <laughs> I went out and got a sandwich and had a nap and <laughs> <laughs> went into the main house, got more coffee, more tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it it made me think of what we were talking about earlier with leadership is that um, with the counseling, you kind of put yourself in that traditional leadership mentality where it's like, I'm guiding the ship and this yeah. is do this, 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 and this, uh, that feeling that, that you're going in there. But with the coaching, it sounds to me like it's more of a mutual, we're going to, we're going to guide the boat. You're driving it and I'm just going to sit back and we're going to kind of, and, and that's, that's the kind of uh, leadership or guidance where you, you, that's a good leader where the person or people don't even know that they're, they, they think they got, they believe they got there themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And they did really. And they did. Yeah. Just with a couple of nudges, maybe here or there. Yeah. A couple of clarifying questions. Um, Empowerment. Empowerment. Yeah. And I really like what you said about the uh, the giving the people that little bit of a choice. And yeah, you and I totally understand. I completely agree with you with the epilepsy side of it. Is you're stripped of so much of your self self choice and self empowerment. And there's so many no's in your life, um, and so many people are focused on your disabilities instead of your remaining abilities. Uh, that it starts to get into that negative hamster wheel in your head that we're all preconditioned to. So your kind of method here is something I think everybody, regardless of whether you have a condition or not, is able to utilize and, and to flip, how did you say reframing? It is a great tool for reframing your brain and, and just one more in your toolkit of keeping on that positive mindset. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, not, not everyone is in a place where they can receive coaching. Like we mentioned some individuals need a counselor and, and some counselors aren't that directive. You know, there, there's what's called solution focused therapy out there, which is more focused on, Hey, Micah, what type of future do you want? Um, you know, let, let's cre create that. So, so it's, it's never a hard and fast thing, but, but overall, yeah, the, the whole premise behind coaching is that, the client does all the work and we're there to ask, you know, the, the clarifying and powerful questions. But like earlier this week, I had a client come to session and I was like, Hey, what are we talking about today? I don't know. All right. Well, do you want to think of something or do you want to cancel? Like, it's not me going, well, do you want to talk about this? You know, or maybe we should explore this. No, it's you're, you're a big boy, you know, put, put your big boy pants on. If you want to keep growing in life, you know, you've set, some lofty goals that we've talked about. Yeah. How are you moving towards those this week? What are we doing? You know, trying to kind of make those micro actions turn into kind of macro results. But um, yeah, I, I just love it because it really puts the onus on the client to say, where are we going? You know, I'm, I'm just in the, in the shotgun seat for a ride. Uh, and I might occasionally, you know, ask, Hey, do you want to stop at this red light or something? Um, but, <laughs> or do you just want to blow right through? You just want to blow right through it. Or you said you wanted to go West, but we're turning East. Is this what we should be doing? You know, uh, uh, that type of stuff. But the bridge is out. 
Forget yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Should we stop and, and repair the bridge first? No, we're just going. All right. Okay. Let's tell my Louise this thing. <laughs> you had mentioned too, you have like different different types of clients, personal clients, small business, and even corporate clients. Um, I imagine too, like you have a do you have a pretty diverse type? Are are we talking like artists all the way to like like people who deal with industrial waste and, and stuff like that? <laughs> uh Kind of, uh, it's more variance by title, I think, than industry. So, like, I've okay. you know, I, I've I've worked with the the C level executives. Uh, I, had, I had one CEO who like just could not figure out how to work with uh, another C level executive. I think it was the COO, but like our our sessions were just really like complain sessions for the CEO to be like, I, I don't know how to work with them. I can't figure out, you know, how to get them to do their work. And it's like. I just didn't expect those type of problems at the top, uh, but you know, I've, I've worked with that all the way down to um, an airline mechanic uh, or airplane mechanic who couldn't get a job because he he lost his prior job due to you know violating company policy. And every interview he went in afterwards, like almost like opened his statements with that acknowledgement of you know being fired for lo- breaking company policy, and it was like, well. I, th- I think you're immediately sabotaging yourself. You know, can I give you a, a few things to consider and let's dig in. And, and what we determined was that, or, you know, what he, we finally got out of him was that his, his former company was kind of a train wreck. They were behind on so many different uh, projects and uh, different planes they had to work on that this guy was trying to be helpful. And he backed a plane out, moved it like, hundred feet, but because he didn't have the right pilot's license, uh, that, that's, you know, illegal basically. And so he got fired for that. And so we were able to talk about, well, you know, let, what were your thoughts in that moment? Were you maliciously trying to, you know, break company policy? Is this something that you just, um, decided you didn't care? And, and, and no, you know, I'm, I'm trying to help a customer that's that's pretty upset because we're behind and I could get his plane in. I just had to pull this other one out. Okay. Going forward in interviews, why don't you consider this phrase? Um, in an attempt to help a very difficult customer, I made some decisions that fell outside of company policy. I now know that company policy must trump customer service at times so, so like, it's just one of those, it's the same story. How do you reframe it uh, and, and make people see where you're really coming from, not just the outcome, because you weren't trying to maliciously, you know, break company policy. You you were frantic trying to get work done and uh, saw a simple solution. I can just back this airplane out a hundred feet. So anyway, it, it's, it spans the spectrum, but it, it's really cool work because everyone that I work with is, is motivated to make change. Whereas as, in my prior career, you know, 17 years of corporate mental health, a lot of times employees were required to come talk to us because their supervisor or HR or something said they had to. And obviously those people were motivated to do the bare minimum to, to, you know, have the box checked that they came to talk to us. So in this life, it's just much more rewarding for people who really are driven, who want me to, beat them up. You know, some of my clients are like, I, I want you to be like my old high school football coach. And if I don't get my homework done in between sessions, you know, I want you to kick my ass. And it's like, all right, you know, 
game on, let's do it. If that's what you need from me, I can morph and, and be adaptable. You just need to have clarity of what you want. You know, if, if you come to me at the end of our relationship saying you didn't get what you wanted because I didn't do X, Y, and Z, well, that's on you because you never once told me you needed X, Y, and Z. So again, another one of those empowering components. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And I had a, uh, you know, I, when I come to you, when I'm ready, it'll be like, I want, I want you to treat me like my old high school singing coach. He was just brutal. But it, yeah, um, different people learn different ways. How cool is that, that you get to, you, you get these people who are actively looking to, to reframe, to shift the paradigm of thought in their mind. And so when, when you see it happen, how does that feel for you? How does that feel? Oh, it's so cool. I mean, I, I get to work with people in this moment of transformation in their life where they're coming in from one direction as, you know, a, a former corporate person like myself, and they're looking to, you know, change their trajectory into an entire different direction. I want to be a small business owner or whatever. And it's like, you have people in your life who knew you as this, and you're going to have people in your life who know you as this future self, but I'm the one with you in this moment of transformation that gets to see the actual kind of metamorphosis occur. You know, we're, we're going into this cocooning with you and all of a sudden you're coming out the other end. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to replace the people that were there before or that are going to come next. I'm trying to be that person walking with you during that moment of transformation. And some moments are longer than others. And there might be multiple moments of transformation in our life. You know, the next decision you make isn't the last, it's just the next one. Uh, but it, it it's very, it's inspiring. I mean, it, it, I can't explain the emotion of hanging up a, a set or a call on a session where it's just like, man, you know, they, they made some movement and it, uh, again, it's on them. And I just got to sit there and watch it all unfold. And, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's much better than doing quarterly utilization reports and <laughs> contract renewals and, you know, customer service complaints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Right, right on. And, uh, I think, I think personally speaking, you know, coaching in just about any level is, is something I think everybody should try to do at least once or twice in their life, whether it be personal goals um, professional goals or, or a combination of the two. Uh, you mentioned something back uh, a little bit that I think is very important. Um, healthy, healthy, because, because if there is somebody who's unhealthy, not, not just physically, but I think, I think more than more so than that, we're talking emotionally and mentally. Um, if you're not quite there, you're probably not going to be at a point where you're going to be able to guide your ship in a, in a way that's going to be beneficial for this. The, the, the coaching's not going to be really conducive for you until you're at that point. And, you know, as calm and cool as collected as I seem, I'm not ready. I've got, I've got some stuff to go through because I'm still in that, discovery phase, I still have some, some baggage to work through, um, in order to move forward through this. And, um, yeah, the, the losing everything I had and trying to rebuild from scratch and stuff, 
um, my rebuild stuff, yeah, there's there's some business stuff in there and I need help and guidance, but this is not the kind of coaching that I need. Um, the kind of rebuilding that I need is almost like a combination of a counseling coaching type process. Um, so there's a difference there. There's a difference there. There is. And, yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty close here um, in the sense that in the, in the sense that you, you really do need to get that Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You need that foundation before yeah. you can start jumping up into that next level. And I'm learning For that sure. the hard way, to be honest with you, this past couple of years. Yeah, but, but, but you're so right. And I, I would say, um, I, I hope you recognize that, that there is actually skill in um, your ability to say I'm not ready, I guess, uh, shows some depth because I've talked to people like on consult calls to see if we'd be a good fit coaching wise, where almost immediately it's clear they're not ready for a coach. You know, they need to they need to be in therapy. They need to be with a counselor. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. It's all too much. It's all too much. And if the world breaks your legs, you go and beat it with your crutch. It's all too much.